0: Welcome to episode 189 of the Nintendo Jump Podcast. We are a weekly discussion podcast created for Nintendo gamers by Nintendo gamers. Today's February 10th. My name's Kellen, and today, as always, I'm joined by my good friend,
1: Sergio. What's going on, man? Hey, Kellen. Going well, but you know what? I kind of want you to give me the lotto numbers, because you (laughs) you are definitely a prophet. I mean, look, you said it last week. We got a direct. Yeah, man, help me out here.
0: Well, I am a prophet, but I don't work for profit, if that makes sense. So Uh, I I can't assist you (laughs) with the lottery, unfortunately.
1: Nice. Nice.
0: Yeah, that was kind of a crazy prediction. I felt a little unsure saying it, but, you know, I guess my inside sources, who will not be named at this time, Chris Pratt, um, came through for me. So, (laughs) yeah, I was uh, really hyped to see that. And obviously, we're going to be talking about that direct. So happy all around. Yeah. Yeah. also with us today is Kevin. Kevin, how's it going?
2: Doing pretty well. And for the record, Kellen, I would like to take you to Vegas so we can, uh, you know, <laughs> use your abilities to win something. I don't want to say what because we don't endorse gambling here. <laughs> so yeah, I think um, you know your luck will shine through in any occasion that we have together, and it, it has for from the last week and continue to make predictions Callan. we yes, will be, yes, please <laughs> we'll be on your side do you
0: guys have any requests i can you know drop a nice little line to my sources and uh see what they can do
2: yeah what's the name of the new upcoming breath of the wild 2 what's going to be the name is it going to be Ooh. breath of the wild 2 is it going to be totally different what is your take Uh,
0: well, I think it's just going to be the sequel to Breath of the Wild, unfortunately.
2: Oh. (laughs)
1: Oh. It works, I guess. I guess. (laughs) I mean, it gets the point across.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know enough about the series to uh, throw out a guess there, but kind of interesting we didn't hear anything about that in this direct, but obviously we got a ton of news in this direct that's going to be the focus of this episode. Um... A lot of people are kind of feeling like this is one of the best directs we've ever had. So, before we kind of dive into the different games that were announced or presented, what are you guys' like general feelings on this? Was this a top-tier direct for you guys? Or, I don't know, just general thoughts on this. Sergio, we'll start with you.
1: For me, it was good. I wouldn't... St- say it's among the best i guess only because a lot of games are like i'm yeah, cool but it's not for me uh and there were a few really big surprises one really 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 big one but overall yeah just good good not amazing not un- memorable but good good
0: all right i mean that's
2: pretty solid uh kevin what did you think just like the word you said
1: i thought it was pretty
2: solid definitely better than a good number of directs that we've had in the past, both non-indie and indie world, uh, what have you. I liked it. I think there were some games that I'm looking forward to. As with Sergio mentioned, there were some big surprises that I did not expect. So that was great. Overall, I watched it twice. So <laughs> if I watched it twice, that's solid, right? I mean... Not because I have to prepare for this episode, but, you know. No, no. no. But, yeah, I I definitely watched it at least twice just to take it all in. And, yeah, I really liked it. Um, I don't think it is top tier. Um, I mean, maybe I have to look back at the past directs to really make that final call. But, yeah, solid. Solid direct.
1: Mm.
0: Nice. Yeah, I think this is definitely one of the better ones for me personally at least. And I was Uh super hyped. after watching it and since then it has kind of settled down a bit as it normally does but i think the general feeling that i left this direct with is overwhelmed just because mm. there's so much to play in such a short amount of time like we're gonna go over these releases and there's so much coming out in april i'm like what am i gonna do besides gaming i'm gonna have to take the whole month off to play these games <laughs> um and really all. will That was kind of announced here carries us through summer, and so I'm like, well, what do they have planned for fall and winter? Like this could be a really big year for Switch, so Mm -hmm. just kind of left feeling overwhelmed a lot to play, not a lot of time to play it. And just excitement. I mean, we got a lot of big announcements here, things people have been wanting to see, more information on games we knew about, so yeah, I think it's definitely towards the top for me.
2: Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's some heavy hitters and I could say for sure, especially in their Discord community, which you should join our Discord because it is really cool and there's a lot of folks who talk about video games, especially Nintendo and some Microsoft, Sony, PC, whatever, what have you, which is always welcome. So, you know, be sure to give that a shot. If you can join us, that'd be great. But yeah, I, oh, overwhelming. That is a, I, I definitely see that as a common theme amongst people who watch this direct and be like oh my gosh there's so many things coming out but could that actually be a bad thing because like you know there's so many games to play they're coming out especially april how do you choose do you choose by what you really want to play what you're feeling at the moment like how do you make that determination
0: yeah i don't know I mean, (laughs) I don't have a game plan for April at all. It's probably going to be whatever I'm feeling in the moment, and the other games will kind of fill in the gap until we get the fall games. But, Mm. yeah, I mean, it's going to be a busy time in the Discord and just for gamers all around. So it'll be interesting to see how we kind of navigate that for sure. That'll be a uh, hard month to choose the game of the month in. There's so many options. But I think we're going to go ahead and kind of talk a bit about the specific games that were announced in this Direct, and it kind of led off with fire emblem and i don't know about you guys but this kind of went a direction i wasn't expecting we got a continuation of three houses but this is in a warrior style so they announced fire emblem warriors three hopes and so we saw edelgard we saw claude and we saw dimitri again and they're basically taking the three houses teams and putting them into this warrior style format um are you guys interested in this one Or are you guys kind of shy about the direction that they took here instead of giving us like a mainline Fire Emblem type game?
1: I think it makes sense to have another game in this sort of universe. And I think it actually makes a lot of sense to have another Fire Emblem warrior since they had one before. So everything makes sense to me. It's just not for me. I think I had enough of the Warriors game with uh, Hyrule Warriors. Uh, Age of Calamity and if anything I would play the DLC for that game instead of this new one but again to me this makes a lot of sense like I don't know why I didn't think about this um, I can totally see why they're doing this and I think uh, a lot of people are going to be excited for it
2: I'm in the same boat you are Serge I have virtually zero interest in playing this game because I don't not a big fan of the musou genre the warrior style mm. having said that I thought this was a very smart move. I f- will say, to go beyond what you said, uh, I think that this is actually a more fitting style than the actual tactics RPG that came out. I think it makes total sense. I mean, you have three different characters, you know, trying to achieve what they want to achieve, and they are looked upon as like these godly figures, you know, very strong, very sh- uh, important leaders of their crew and so it makes a lot of sense and i don't take that lightly this makes more sense than the actual tactics rpg that came out a while back uh and but i think that this will be a nice game for a lot of people to play who you know maybe aren't as familiar fire M1. i think this is more accessible than the actual tactics rpg not to disrespect the tactics rpg itself the three houses that came out a while back Love that game, one of the top games on the Switch. But in terms of accessibility, in terms of like, you know, hey, should I get into this or Three Houses? Get this. I think this is perfect.
1: Mm.
2: Yeah, mm. that's my argument. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so for those that have played Three Houses, Kevin has alluded to this. It, this game is completely different in play style from Three Houses. Uh, three Houses was a traditional Fire Emblem game with tiles and you would move your units across and you would take turns fighting against the enemy. In this case, in the warrior style, there's like waves and just like waves of enemies. And you can knock like hundreds of these people around at a time, literally. And it's just kind of like over the top action. You feel really powerful. can get a little bit button mashy, in my opinion. Um, so yeah, I can definitely see it fitting the style. I think I'm more curious what they're going to do with the story or if there will be much of a story here mm. in continuation to Three Houses. Um I was excited to see that they're continuing on with these characters, but at, towards the end of the announcement all it wanted all that it made me want to do is play 3 Houses again. It didn't make me want to play the game. <laughs> I wanted to go back and play, you know, as another uh house. Um so yeah, I don't know if this is one I'm going to pick up right away. I think I'll wait for reviews and see where they kind of go with the story and characters because they could do a lot with continuation or just I don't know. I don't know how they're going to carry on the story or the characters at all, but that's what gets me more than the gameplay in this instance.
2: It seems like the way they're doing this could be in the same vein as Age of Calamity, right? Like, you know, with Hyrule Warriors, um, I think the first iteration of, like, the Zelda Musou games, like, you know, it was just like, oh, here we go, here's a Warrior style game. And then Age of Calamity actually <clears throat> delved back into, you know, more of the story, right? Which is why Sergio, that's why you enjoyed it, right, with the right, story? Right, And so with this one, I can draw the parallel, like, oh, okay, well, this is Three three Hopes, so, Kellen, maybe this would dive more into a story. And so in that sense, I feel like it's very similar, very akin to uh, Age of Calamity in that vein.
0: Yeah, it'll be interesting. I think this is also a game that kind of screams that there will be several DLC packs involved with it, and that's almost yeah.
2: off-putting for me,
0: um, mm. but we'll see. It'll be interesting. It comes out in June, so we've got a while, and I'm sure we'll get more announcements on it. It's one I could definitely see them putting out a short demo for. Um, yeah, it's one I'm personally going to wait for, but I'm glad it's here, and I'm glad they're continuing it for sure. Um, following that, we did get a traditional um, Tactics RPG game. We got more news on Advance Wars 1 plus 2 Reboot Camp. Um, man, I'm hyped for this game. This is looking really good. The more we see of it, the more excited I get. The animations look great. Uh, The voice acting is, you know, a great addition. We saw that Mm -hmm. we were able to create our own scenarios and maps. We could play online. There's just so much in here. Um, There was a similar game that came out on Switch years ago, Wargroove, that everyone was really excited about because we wanted that Advanced Wars type experience that had like a scenario creator, I believe. You could also play online. This just seems more polished. I really like the art style. Um, I'm just really excited for this one. So what are your guys' thoughts on Advanced Wars here? Is this one you're definitely picking up? And uh, what did you like about what we learned?
1: I think it's looking really good, and I'm I'm happy that it's out here. And, you know, it's like the definitive version of these games for the Switch. It's been a long time, so it's nice to have it here. Uh, For me, I'm going to be busy with playing Kirby so for sure this is one I'm gonna have to wait on but I'm looking forward to it whenever I get the chance to it I just I want to dedicate enough time to it because I'm not the best at strategy games so I want to spend a little more time getting into it and like actually giving it the time it deserves so I'm gonna wait on it uh, on launch but I'm excited that I'll be able to play it soon and I'm happy that people are gonna be able to revisit these games in the best way possible
2: I echo the same sentiments in, th- in terms of the people who are excited for this game, as you, Surge.
1: I am
2: there day one. Mm. I'm ready. Gonna, you know, I want the physical copy. They have the physical copies, right? I gotta get a physical copy of this game.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. Well, I'm gonna do that. I have been looking forward <laughs> to this. I think the biggest thing that I thought was really cool, as you mentioned, Colin, was the voice acting. I think that. Anytime you add some sort of voice acting in these sort of games, it always enhances the experience, so I'm ready to go.
0: Nice, yeah. One of my kind of hesitations the first time we saw this game was it just kind of looked small, even though it's two games put together. Mm -hmm. Just the maps didn't seem grand. It seemed like it would be a fun time, but is it worth like a full $60? And after seeing this whole presentation, it definitely is. They put so much value and care into this. I can definitely see why it had to get pushed back a little bit, unfortunately, but it's really right around the corner, uh, April 8th. I won't be there day one because that unfortunately is, well, not unfortunately, but it's my anniversary. So won't be able (laughs) to uh, sneak off and play some advanced Wars, but you know I'll be there April 9th for sure. Um, I'm really (laughs) excited for this one and I'm just glad it's going to be here. I think it's going to be a big hit. I hope online stays active and yeah, it's just that tactical RPG fix that I feel like I've really been needing. So really excited for that one. Um, Any other thoughts on Advance Wars before we go on to uh, maybe the biggest surprise of the Direct?
1: No, I I think we got it.
0: Yep. All right. Well, who wants a Mario sports game? Me. Kevin. (laughs) Kevin, I know you've been like begging for a while now, man. And you got one and it was totally unexpected. So I watched this Direct on my phone. I couldn't do it during my lunch break because the Direct was so late on in the day. So, I'm mm. sitting in my cubicle watching this, and I'm pretty sure I verbally said no way when this came on the screen. <laughs> um, Kevin, what did we get here?
2: Well, we got Super Mario Strikers Battle ah! League. <laughs> I hope that's how they will say it moving forward because <laughs> that's, that's the only way I can say this. But yeah. I'm so stoked for a football. Yes, yeah, that's right. We're co- it's football, not soccer. You're right? You can thank me later. <laughs> no, 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 football, soccer, wh- however you call it, it's all good. It, it's. It, I can't wait. I I really want this game. It looks really nice. I actually did not play the first iteration of this series. Well, it's a series now, mm. um. So I'm really excited. I missed on GameCube from you know the first Super Mario Strikers. I have a chance to play the second entry and yeah, I, oh goodness. I mean, just, just seeing how it was on the footage and, you know, the fact that you're able to use, you know, different kinds of gear to adjust the different stats of your characters, yes. right? And then the hyper strike, ooh, the hyper strike. Oh, I'm just like, <laughs> one thing struck out to me with this was the fact that it reminded me of an anime that I love called Prince of Tennis. Uh, which is a tennis anime that would use over moves, like depending on how you swing your racket, and the ball would, like go like, wick- like just wacky all over the place. Um, it, it just, these crazy moves. I thought of that when I saw the hyper-strike moves, and I'm just mm. like, even more excited. I'm like, yeah, this is going to be great. And the fact that you get to play online in your own club, right? Yes. That's going to be so cool. Uh, <sighs> man, I, I'm i stoked. I want us to be in the club. And
1: I just, I'm, I'm there day one. <laughs> I can't wait. Yes, day one, June 10, June 10, that is like crazy soon I think for for this huge game like you right. said I mean for sure NjP is gonna have a club we're looking forward to having you guys there it's gonna be awesome it has four versus four online multiplayer and it's just looking amazing I cannot believe this game got announced like it was a dream of mine but it was like a, a crazy dream like yeah you know if if I can get anything it will be this but it's not gonna happen and then it happened oh I'm so excited for it we gotta have a badge. We gotta have our own NJP club badge.
2: Oh my gosh! I just and our own jerseys too. Like we can wear them while Ooh, we're competing. Yes. Oh my gosh! I'm like getting my 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 tummy is like getting lighter than it should. I I am getting I'm I'm really getting uh butterflies in my stomach for this. And I know that's usually associated with love, but I love this idea.
1: I. <laughs> I love this game
2: already. And I haven't yes. we haven't even played it
1: yet. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so. And you know, the, the the first two were pretty good, but I feel like next level games has had a lot more experience. They they've gotten way better at making any kind of game, any genre that Nintendo asks of them. Mm-hmm. So this is gonna be amazing. It's already looking really, really good. One of these coming months before June 10, I'm gonna dust off my Wii. Uh, I could dust up my GameCube, but I'd rather go with the Wii and I'm going to play the original just to warm up. I'm really, (laughs) really excited for this. It was
2: on the Wii? I didn't know that. The the
1: sequel was on the Wii. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Then
2: I misspoke. I thought there was only one iteration before this. So there's actually... Okay, so there's three Mario Strikers. What was the other one? I believe it was
1: called
2: Mario Strikers Charge for the Wii. Okay, well, there you have it, folks. Uh, My mistake earlier. The third entry... I mean, three times the charm, right? I mean, this is... Oh, my God. <laughs> Kevin okay.
0: doesn't like recognizing when there's three games in a series. <laughs> <laughs> He's just subliminally, like, tossed out a single game from each series that has three games.
2: Uh, well, I mean, this doesn't happen that often. I mean... You know,
0: okay, okay. <laughs> I don't know. You're building up a track record. Yeah um i'm really excited for this one too i think it was my biggest surprise in the game that i left feeling most hyped for like yeah it's still four months away but i feel like i'm ready to just pre-order this game i just want to see the tile on my switch i want to play it with you guys i'm a little bit nervous about allocating the skill points anytime Mm -hmm. i see that it just makes me a little bit nervous it's cool you can like customize and really fit like your own play style and things but um if people don't have like enough time to really dedicate to building out their character right away, and other people do, it might feel lopsided. I'm not exactly sure how that's going to look. I just get a little bit nervous when I see that type of allocation on a multiplayer game. But hmm. I think it'll be fun. I think there will be measures to balance everything out, and I'm just so excited for this. I think it'll be a huge hit on Switch, and it's a game that I'm just going to keep forever on it.
1: Yes, I pre-ordered like, right after the direct, that's where I went to the eShop, pre-ordered this. Yes.
2: <laughs> oh, Nice. So you're
1: going to get digital? Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: Man.
0: One, I probably need to get digital, too, to just start yeah. up at any time. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think wow. it's the way to go for a game like that.
2: I, I think I might follow the same suit. Same suit? Same trend. I oh, I thought about getting this physical, but if it's something that we're going to be playing for a long time, heck we yeah. We will, yes. Yes, All we right. will. <laughs> All right, I'm going digital. <laughs> nice.
0: Nice. Why not both? I mean the box art looks great. I really <laughs> oh, like your artistic does, style.
1: Yes.
2: Man, yep. I can't get both. I can't <laughs> afford that. I don't know. Now I'm now I'm feeling wishy-washy, but I'm gaining this. I'm definitely gaining this. I Well, for, okay, so for digital, how big is the file? Have you seen the size of it? Like what's the cuz that's going to make my determination.
1: Right. No, I don't think they've said yet. I I don't expect it to be too big, but the convenience of being able to launch it at any time, yeah. Gotta All right, that, that sold. <laughs> I'm
2: done. S- 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 Sergio, the the seller, he sold me on this. I'm gonna get it. As well.
0: Nice. <laughs> nice. So that was really, I think, the biggest surprise of the direct. Yes. I don't think anyone yep. was really anticipating yes. this happening, despite mm-hmm. it being a wish in the you know our little community for a while now. So uh, yeah, we'll just have to wait till June. But following that, we got some more news on a game that we have known about, but haven't known too much about, and that's Splatoon 3. And it was kind of interesting how they focused um, the time dedicated to Splatoon 3 in this direct just on the single player mode, well, not on the single player mode, on the uh, multiplayer cooperative mode, uh, Salmon Run. Right. And we got a pretty in-depth look at what that's going to look like. Uh, Sergio, what is different from here uh, from what we had in Splatoon 2, a Salmon Run?
1: So, you know, at first it looks like just more Salmon Run, Yeah. but it shows that they're adding different enemies, and they do look pretty like different or more sophisticated than the ones we're used to from uh, Splatoon 2. So it was nice to see. I was hoping to see more of the either the single-player or the traditional uh, four-versus-four multiplayer that we... Mostly uh, known Splatoon 4, mm-hmm. but it's nice to get confirmation that Salmon Run is gonna be a part of this. Maybe we thought it was gonna be something new, but it looks like it's just gonna be more of it and better. And I mean, Salmon Run is awesome, so that's it's not a complaint for sure. But uh, so we're talking about Splatoon three, uh, Kevin. How is this the second entry in the series? <laughs> <laughs> wow, I mean,
2: <laughs> I can't, I can't think straight right now. <laughs> Second entry. Oh, man. Well, so I guess it's not going to be a third, right? <laughs> no, but... Uh, look, I am so excited for Salmon Run. I actually think it's one of the more underrated... Uh, I mean, if you were to count it as its own game, I think right. it's, it's, yes. it's really underrated. I love Salmon Run. I love playing with, you know, you know friends, people from the Discord community, which you should join. I know I said it twice. That'll probably be <laughs> it for the rest of this episode. <laughs> but, yeah, I... I think it's great. I mean, we saw some you know, we, we saw some new things and you know, new bosses, right? That like that giant Salmonoid and other creatures and all that. So yeah, I'm I think it's great. Good selling point. More salmon yeah. the better. Yeah.
1: And oh my goodness, I almost forgot, but one awesome addition that they did. They can throw the eggs now. You can throw them to teammates or you can throw them into the basket. Oh that yes. is amazing. That's gonna change the formula so much. Oof. Is this a must-buy, surge? Are we gaining this game together? Because it looks like we are. <laughs> oh, absolutely! This is another one of those. You gotta get this digital, man. All right. Oh man, <laughs> Serge, you're the seller once again. <laughs>
2: oh gosh. I have Sam, uh, Salmon Two. I have Splatoon uh, <laughs> Two. Uh,
1: Salmon Two. You're just gonna not- <laughs> call it Salmon Run Two, all right? <laughs>
2: salmon Run Two. Oh man, look at me. We're just, we're just, you know, making up names. No, but yeah, I. Oh, except splatoon 2 physical i was thinking about getting splatoon 3 physical but digital would not be a bad idea so yeah Oof. okay oh, i'll think about it I, I i do want splatoon 3 though i do want it but oof. Okay, anyway <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah it's kind of interesting that you just focused on the salmon run portion it almost feels like maybe we're gonna get three different looks at this and this was the first and mm. maybe next we'll get a look at the multiplayer changes maybe like a Test run, test splat type thing. Yes. And yeah. then maybe we'll get like the single player story near release. I don't know. It's just kind of interesting that they only focused on that part where yeah, it's a great part of the game, but I think most people when they think of Splatoon, they think of, you know, turf war, they think of just the online multiplayer. So yeah, right. kind of an interesting approach, but I'm curious to see where that all goes.
2: Wherever it goes, we're in Yes. did Man. It's gonna be great. I, I, do, I mean i just don't see this messing up like i mean splatoon 2 was a really great game it still is and splatoon 3 is gonna add on top of that uh these are it's just one of those games that you, you know it's not gonna mess up i i just I, I feel very confident and i'm not the biggest you know splatoon fan i mean i do love it but i know there are other people who love splatoon even more but very confident kellen sergio this is gonna be a great game I'm not yes glad
0: awesome yes that's really exciting uh, still coming out in summer so i think that'll be a great summer game and yes. hopefully we can play a lot of these april games before then to uh really focus in on splatoon 3 there so kind of going to the next heavy hitter that we got here i'm thinking that's Chrono Cross, which was mm-hmm. another kind of surprise it's been rumored for a while that we're going to get a remake of this game but for it to come around now um Kind of interesting. This is one that I haven't played before. Have either of you guys played this game previously?
1: No. Um I played the original Chrono Trigger, but I haven't finished it, but uh definitely not Chrono Cross, no.
2: I am in the same boat. I did not play Chrono Cross, but I did play Chrono Trigger. And I've heard a lot about Chrono Cross. Especially the number of characters that you can play. That as.
1: sounded insane, yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I'm a little overwhelmed just like thinking about it. I'm like, oh my gosh, like that's oh my goodness. Forty characters. Ooh, boy. Wow. I mean, it's coming out soon, right? In April, right? Yeah. Yeah. April? Yeah, yeah I mean, It's that's...
0: a day before Advance Wars. So Oh man. Oh, I definitely want to play Chrono Cross. It's kinda of weird being to get Chrono Trigger first here, but I mean I'll still yeah. take it. I'm excited to play this one. Um it's gonna have to wait for me though, because if I got it at the same time as Advance Wars, it would just sit there for a while. Because Advance Wars just needs to be played first. So (laughs) um, this is going to be one further down the road. But it looks really good. And it is one that I'm excited to play. It's good that we got, you know, an RPG that we can really dive into on this Direct. And it's just a beloved game. So it coming back, absolutely no complaints here. Mm -hmm. So following that, uh, we got more news on Kirby Forgotten Land. And this one is like literally right around the corner coming out next month. Um, we didn't know much about it beforehand, but we were just excited. We're getting a Kirby game in this presentation. We found out kind of the main mechanic of the game in mouthful mode where Kirby can inhale different objects and then gain their powers. So he's like sucking up cars and basically turning into a car. He's turning into a traffic cone, um, so, Discord member Dragon had kind of mentioned this is almost like the Cappy like mechanic for Kirby. Yes. Where mm. in Odyssey, in this, you know, I had similar thoughts. In Odyssey, um, Mario could throw Cappy and he would be able to take over other objects or like a dinosaur or something. But in this case, Kirby's able to inhale things and then kind of control them in a similar fashion. So, this game's looking to shape up like uh it'll be a really solid game I like the direction that they're going with it I've already got it pre-ordered I pre-ordered it like right away previously so to get more information on it now was like really comforting because I know Star Allies kind of tanked a bit um so to see just a really solid Kirby game come around I'm really excited for this uh what do you guys think and what kind of mouthful mode are you excited for or wishing that would be added in the game
1: I'm really looking forward to it, and with Mouthful Mode, it it looks even more fun, and not only that, but the game just looks better than the last time we saw it, it looks more polished, it looks just brighter, and more colorful, and more fun, they're really going all out, and there's so many... Returning abilities for Kirby and then they have like different tiers level up uh, for the same abilities that you can do like in a sort of almost like an, in an RPG type of system that you can do. And with Mouthful mode, even more crazy things are going to happen. It's going to change like the gameplay mechanics themselves. So I'm really looking forward to this. Uh, the first time we saw it, I added it to my game flight queue. So this is uh, day one rental for me for sure. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it.
2: Yeah, and that's a mouthful. I am just so ready for this game. I mean, just looking at how Kirby <laughs> is like almost the car, right? Like has his mouth over yeah. uh, just at least yeah, majority of the car. I've seen this image right in front of me. Like I just can't I can't believe this is happening. I'm I'm really excited. I want to get this game. I I feel like it has the same excitement I've had for a Kirby game as I had for a Kirby Superstar. Uh, which came on the SNES, and love that game. That was actually my first introduction to Kirby, and oh my gosh, I remember days where I would actually bring the instruction manual to school because I just love reading it, and it sounds so nerdy and dorky. I know it's it, but I, I just I, that was actually my game of the year <laughs> when I was really young. No, yeah, I I, I would play for hours Kirby Superstar, Star, and just seeing Kirby in the Forgotten Land, like it just reinvigorated that that same spirit that same excitement that i have from kirby superstar so i'm all for it 100 i'm getting this game uh i mean physical digital i don't know i mean (laughs) (laughs) most likely physical though yeah i'd go
0: physical so you can go mouthful mode on the game itself
2: (laughs) (laughs) good call oh man you know (laughs) oh boy
0: yeah, I mean that mouthful Kirby car. I think that should be DLC in the next Mario Kart game because we're getting we're going to get Ooh. nine soon here, right? Right? Yo. No. No. <laughs> are we yeah, just going to get w- eight forever?
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, not a bad thing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, Sergio, I think we're going to j- just go ahead and kind of jump into Mario Kart nine, eight, eight point five <laughs> here a little bit <laughs> because I know <laughs> that this game kind of made you budge just a little bit. Um, so, do you want to go ahead and kind of talk about Mario Kart in this direct here?
1: Yes, and this this was rumored for a couple of weeks now. There was some smoke floating around, and I guess most people thought the most rational thing was for Mario Kart news to finally start coming around, but I guess Nintendo has other plans, and for now, it's not a bad thing per se, but for now we're getting DLC for Mario Kart 8, and it's 48 tracks from previous Mario Kart games, (laughs) including Mario Kart Tour, which was interesting. So yeah, we're getting 48 of them through six different waves from now, or I guess the first one is coming around March until the end of 2023, which is like wow, this is going to be going on for a while. It's exciting in a way because for sure we're going to be playing Mario Kart again with our Discord people, which you should join because we have an awesome Discord group. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) That was my turn to say it. Thank you. But yes, we're going to be playing a lot of Mario Kart. I mean, until the end of 2023. That's amazing. And who knows what they're building up for. So it's exciting. And Kellen, like you said, this is going to be free for anybody that has the Nintendo Switch Online Expansion Pack. And I was holding off uh, on getting that pack until some better or more anticipated Nintendo 64 games were added to it, at least for me. But with this being added to it for free, instead of uh, $25 for the Mario Kart DLC by itself. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure Nintendo is going to do this for other of their franchises. So they got me. I'm I'm an expansion pack owner now. (laughs) (laughs) Nice.
2: (laughs) Well, I'm glad you are because I can't wait for this. I can't wait to play with our community. I'm oh, not going to advertise because uh, I already <laughs> met my quota. <laughs> Kevin's going to uh,
0: play on Coconut Mall right away.
2: You, you know what? And and also, I might just get hot chocolate at the mall <laughs> or hot cocoa, as we mentioned from a previous episode. Kevin, I encourage you to do the same. <laughs> we should report to back to each other. Like, yes, how? we should. And, and Sergio, you are welcome to do that too. Yes, let's. We should just make that an intro one of these days. Like on the di- <laughs> around the time when the, the you know, wave one comes out, we'll just talk about our experiences drinking hot cocoa. Yes. <laughs> from the mall. <laughs> everyone's thinking, "Wow, Kevin, that's the lamest thing you've said." Well, you know what? It's up there. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, that's great. <laughs> But yeah, I'm excited. I just love how this is gonna reinvigorate the game. I'm not that sad about not having Mario Kart 9 yet. I don't know if that's still in play, but this is a pretty nice thing to see and a huge surprise from the direct. I don't think anyone. Well, I don't think a lot of people expected this, but yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I can't wait to high. I can't. I mean, excuse me. I can't wait. I can't wait for the wave to. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, got a little hit myself there, but yeah, I am just so excited. And um, I mean, we're gonna get more tracks, and we're gonna we're gonna play together. Like Sergio said, like
1: ah, it's gonna be <laughs> awesome. I don't know. I I personally I don't feel ready for Mario Kart Nine, so this is like a, an interesting approach. But maybe by twenty twenty three I will. So yeah, I I I don't know. This is very interesting approach by Nintendo. I
0: honestly kind of feel like they're working on nine. But maybe that got delayed, and so this is kind of the bandage to get us there. Mm. But I don't know. That's just a theory. It's kind of interesting that they found an engine that they really like in 8, and they're just adding to it. I'm curious if they'd do anything similar to that with Smash Ultimate. Just kind of leave the game as it is, but eventually like introduce new things to it, and just kind of keep the engine and the base game there. I don't know. Um, I think Nintendo could definitely get away with it, I think. People were a little hesitant at first when this was announced, but when it was part of the expansion pack, people were relieved because it solves the problem of having to pay for it, and people were kind of up in arms with the price of the expansion pack, so they're slowly adding value, like they're getting there, and I think this is, you know, a solid addition, and I hope they continue to go the direction of just adding, you know, meaningful DLC into this expansion pack and really just making it worthwhile, so... Yeah, I think this is a positive thing. I don't think we necessarily need 9 right now. I think they can save that for another year because this is shaping up to be a solid one all on its own. I don't think it needs it, and I think they'd almost be best served just having it come out later, honestly. Mm -hmm. Hmm. So, uh, yeah, Mario Kart, that was a pretty big one. Um, I would say maybe the second biggest surprise behind Strikers was getting Nintendo Switch Sports yes that's definitely like a top three surprise for me i've always kind of asked myself like we still have motion controls why don't we have kind of an equivalent to wii sports and (laughs) we got it we even got like a little volleyball game going on during the presentation which was kind of interesting um what do you guys think about switch sports here is it interesting is it kind of done has it been done before with wii sports and we don't need it uh just kind of general impressions on this one because i'm honestly not sure what to make out of it
1: yeah i can see why you're not sure it's it's interesting i i feel like the, the switch should have a, a wii sports or i guess now it's a switch sport so it makes sense it's a good franchise and it's been polished more and more than more of the games that we have gotten uh I just wish it was like it wasn't the Wii U. Basically, you could buy any particular sport that you wanted on its own. And it was definitely a lower cost that way. Instead of getting them all through the the game, I guess, or the bundle, even though it's nice that they're adding free DLC down the road and they're adding golf at first and other sports down the line. um, I don't know. I wish they would have kept the individual sports uh, because I would definitely get bowling. That's the one I want the most. Mm. Uh, that's kind of the only one that I actually really want. So I don't know if, if it justifies the $40 for the full game just for that one for me. Some of the new ones like volleyball and soccer, they looked a little bit slow to me. But again, this is just a preview. And at least we're getting a bit of a play test uh, between uh, February 18th and the 20th. We're going to be able to play the game for free. So... It's like a like a demo, I guess. A limited demo at a certain time. And it's cool to to get to try it out beforehand.
2: Yeah, I am looking forward to the online playtest and if I'm not mistaken, there are three sports that can be played bowling, uh chambara, which is sword fighting, and tennis. So Yes. Mm -hmm. Looking forward to that looking forward to that. Although you can't play alongside friends, uh, they mentioned that specifically. Only random matchmaking. But that's okay. I mean, it's just a test. So we'll see how it goes. I like this idea. I think it is severely needed. Um, I just I like the idea of playing these different kind of games. And even badminton is a nice addition. And, you know, going to play that. And, you know, uh, non-car Rocket League. It's going to be fun, right? I mean, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> or soccer. It, it, it just reminded me of Rocket League when I saw the soccer part of the yeah. of the footage. I'm like, wow, okay, this is pretty cool. <laughs> so I, I think $40, yeah, I, I can't say if it's worth it or not until I <laughs> do the online point test and I'll make a determination on that. Yeah, so, that's true. Yeah. yeah
0: Yeah, it's kind of interesting. I think the weirdest part for me is just when it came out during the Switch's life cycle. This kind of feels yeah. like the game that probably should have came out instead of 1-2-Switch alongside yes. it. Yes, yes. Because it just feels like a launch title to kind of get people familiar with the system, give them something to play with other people that's not, like, super intense. So for it to come, you know, we've been told Switch is at the midpoint of its life, like, over and over and over. Um, kind of a weird timing for me to, re- have to see this type of game released, but I'll take it. I don't think it's one I'm going to personally get, but it feels like one of those boxes finally getting checked off on the switch of having that type of game. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. So that was Switch Sports uh coming out April 29th. Well, yeah, April 29th. The playtest is February 19th mm-hmm. or 20th, so coming up here soon. Um that kind of takes us towards the end of the presentation and there were a couple mic drop type announcements here. The first one I guess was another surprise, there were more surprises in this direct than I thought initially preparing for this, mm. um, earthbound coming to Nintendo switch online. Um, I got to play a little bit of this last night because I'd never played this before. This is a game that everyone wanted on the service and we're finally getting kind of interesting that we didn't get it like at launch that it was announced then. I don't know if they had to work out details to get it over at this time, but it's here. Um, is this one that you guys have played before that you're wanting to play? It just feels like a big deal to finally have on the service.
1: Yeah, it does. And it's nice to have it. And, and even the Earthbound Beginnings one for the NES uh, that was back on the Wii U. Uh, yeah, it's it's nice to have these games for sure. I don't know. I, I honestly felt like this was the perfect time and the perfect lead up to finally announce Mother 3. Yeah. But if mm. they didn't do it here... I don't know, it's probably never gonna happen now. But you know, we have these two and like you said they are heavily requested and very beloved by some fans. So yeah, it's it's good to have them.
2: Yeah, I think it's at the right time as well. I'm excited to play it. I don't hopefully I can finish it. I've never played this on the SNES before. So this is gonna be great for me to play. Yeah, I just hope I can find time because I mean RPGs they do take up quite a bit of time. yeah i I mean oh gosh if if there were any old game i would play on the on nso this will be it so
0: nice yeah i think uh definitely one that'll highlight the service a little bit more i had to dust it off because i haven't touched the nes service in a while now so Mm. uh, really good to see that hit And then the final announcement was Xenoblade Chronicles 3, which again, some rumors behind it. This game is looking really solid. Um, I love to... I started playing through the definitive edition of the first one. Haven't gotten super far, but I'll have to change that because this Mm. game seems to really continue the story of the two. Um, It doesn't seem to necessarily be a standalone adventure, but obviously it's early on, so just a lot of, you know, theories kind of going around of how this is going to tie games together and things. We obviously don't know a ton about it, so we can't speculate a ton, but this game looks really, really good. Um, and it comes out later on in the year in September, which is really nice because it gives us some time to breathe a little bit after, you know, playing Splatoon and playing Kirby and strikers and all these other games that were announced. We can play all those and then we can sit down for like a serious Xenoblade type game. Um, what are your guys' thoughts on 3 and which, di- what kind of direction do you hope they go with this one?
1: It looks very, very nice. And like you said, it's September, which I'm surprised I could have sworn this was going to be like December as these games usually come out around then. But yeah, September is nice and it's, it's cool to get another one of these games. And I like the approach that they're taking about sort of... The climax of all the Blade 1, 2, and now 3. So it's like they're really going all out with the story, combining the first and second worlds into this third game. I haven't played any of them. I do have the Switch version of the first one. I just haven't gotten around to it. Our RPGs are very time-demanding for me. But I believe in this franchise, I know it has a lot of fans. And I'm excited uh, that the game is coming out.
2: I am as well. I am just... I just thought it was a really nice way to end the direct. Um, I know maybe people would be like, oh, well, why not Breath of the Wild 2? But nah. I mean, this is... I I, I think I feel like with... Just a really quick note. I think Breath of the Wild 2, I'm sure they'll probably talk about it at E3. That'll, pro- that'll probably be more appropriate. Ooh, good call. That's my prediction. Having said that, Xenoblade Chronicles 3 looks really good. And you're you're just gonna be so like just immersed into this world and the music's gonna be great and i'm just so excited to just see this come out i am 50 50 on getting it because i spent 40 plus hours on the xenoblade chronicles 1 haven't finished it yet i think in 60 to 70 hours on xenoblade chronicles 2 haven't finished that one yet um there's a trend here I don't want that to happen <laughs> <laughs> for Xenoblade Chronicles Three, if I get it. Um, but man, I mean, it just—it looks really great, and um, I see this Nintendo website that I have here, or the I have a news article about it of Xenoblade Chronicles Three, and they mentioned that uh, the music for Xenoblade Chronicles Three is composed by Yasunori Mitsuda, which is a very familiar uh, name in the the game music industry world. I mean. Can't wait. Oh my gosh. And I believe if I'm not mistaken he also does the he's a honorary musician or oh, slash composer for CS Stars, which is a Kickstarter project that's coming out on the holiday this year, hopefully. But yeah, I hmm. am so excited to just see this come out. And yeah. I I don't know if I'll go back to the other two. We'll see. But yeah, I think it's a great way to end the direct.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm curious how necessary it'll be to kind of have the background of the first two or what type of cameos or references might be made in uh, this game. Uh, it's obviously like a ton of game to play to get through one and two to get to this one, but you've got time if anyone wanted to do it, and I'm really excited for it. These games are so cinematic. I mean, Xenoblade 2 is... It just has like hours and hours of cutscenes. Like literally, you can watch them all on YouTube together, and it's like hours long. <laughs> it's crazy, but the story's really good. The characters are good, and I have full trust that this game's going to be amazing. So, really looking forward to that. Um, I feel like that kind of hits all the heavy hitters from the direct. Were there any games that we missed that you guys wanted to circle back to to talk about briefly?
1: yeah th- there are a few the first one that stands out for me is the portal companion collection yes yeah because a lot of people have wanted the portal games on the switch so we're getting them both single player and the multiplayer of portal 2 and guess what they're only 20 dollars
0: crazy mm, crazy
1: insane uh we don't have a, a release window yet it's gonna be in 2022 but i hope it's soon i'm these I I have not played a portal game, but I've heard so many good things. And having both on the Switch for such a low price, that is crazy. I'm really looking forward to these games and to the cake, hopefully.
0: Huh. <laughs> what what's interesting too is with the Steam Deck coming out and being a competitor to the Switch, having Portal available like basically at the same time on Switch is kind of interesting. Yeah. because um, that's obviously such a big game and yeah. Highly recommended to anyone that hasn't experienced these before, definitely play them. Portal Two has like multiplayer, cooperative, um, puzzle puzzle solving, which is awesome. It takes it to a whole nother level. Both these games are just masterpieces, and for twenty dollars, it's a steal. So
2: absolutely buy. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's I played the Portal series before, and I mean, for those who haven't played it, you should get this like automatically. <laughs> there is one game that stood out to me that we haven't mentioned called SD Gundam Battle Alliance. Now, for me as a Gundam fan, uh, or or Mobile Suit Gundam fan, it is really nice to see this coming, like just showcasing the direct. Um, it is basically a game where you get to you know use these Mobile Suits and you get to fight in them and tackle missions with friends and multiplayer, and it features. A lot of the mobile suits in different Gundam animes, like, oh my gosh, it is crazy. Like, I'm seeing the list right now on the Nintendo website associated with this game. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. So, it just snuck in here. And, I mean, Bandai Namco did a pretty good job. I mean, this looks pretty good. I I don't know when it's coming out this year, but when it does... I'm a football coin for this one. I I you know I've never mm. I haven't played a Gundam game in a long time, but this might be it for me for next iteration in my mm, uh, nice. my backlog of games. <laughs> yeah, it does look pretty fun. Mm-hmm.
0: Nice. I think one that surprised me that I'm excited for that's smaller is Klonoa. Yes. Um, I think I, didn't, I didn't think I'd ever play another Klonoa game. And one and two here are getting remastered and brought over. And I'm really excited for this one. Um, I've always liked the design of Klonoa kind of looks like a Digimon, which is endearing (laughs) to me and just like really fun games. I only remember very little of the games that I have played in the past, but I'm just excited to play through these again. Um, Never thought I'd be able to play it on the switch. So really hype about that Mm. as well. Um, Sergio, did you have another game you want to talk about here?
1: Yeah, other than *Clonoa*, which I'm also very excited for, I've, I've heard many good things, and the music sounds amazing in mm-hmm. it already, and I've heard that they're very, like, story-driven, like, sad things in the story, which kind of perks my ears up. Yeah. So I'm definitely in for that. I'm very excited. Another one, uh, the Taikunota Tsujin Rhythm Festival. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, yeah, another Taikunota Tsujin game of the Switch. This is going to be technically the third one, but this one has a couple of interesting things going for it. It has more multiplayer-centric modes, which look very unique, and also a subscription-type service, which could be kind of dangerous for me or for anybody that is into rhythm games games uh, apparently it's gonna have over 500 songs so if there's a lot of variety there and if the system works well and it's well priced that could be very addicting so yeah i'm looking forward to that one
2: man when i saw that i knew it was right up your alley <laughs> <laughs> yep
1: yeah A mm. one more game
2: that i like to highlight is live alive oh my god yes i mean I've never even heard of this game until the Direct, and there's a good reason why it was not released outside of Japan <laughs> until this year! Oh my goodness, it's coming out July 22nd, 2022, and it is a, a, an HD 2D RPG, Yeah, you know, and, I mean, just just watching the trailer, I mean, you're in different, like, different periods of time you know you're in the wild west you're in l japan i'm like what is going on here yeah and it's an rpg i'm in i don't i mean that's all sold i'm getting <laughs> <I'm gaming> this digitally <laughs> oh gosh or physically if there if there is a physical copy i can get it. but yeah i am i'm in i want this game this is the rpg that i want to get for this year i am a one at least one rpg a year kind of guy this mm. is gonna be it Okay.
1: <laughs> it does It does look awesome. And for any fans of Octopath Traveler, I believe this is by the same team. Oof, you can definitely yes. tell by the looks of it and even by the sound and the music. So, yes, this is, this is sounding awesome. I'm very interested in the concept of playing different lives of different characters throughout so many periods of history. Uh, another one for that long list of RPGs that I want to play some <laughs> year down the line. But, yeah, this one is high up there for sure
2: for sure live alive a good time to be alive man i am excited
0: (laughs) awesome well i think to round us out the last game that i want to quickly highlight because we've already known about it is triangle strategy Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) we have a demo now that transfers over to the full game and you can play through the first three chapters which feels pretty generous um oh wow i'm not sure how long the chapters are i don't know how many there are but that feels like a pretty significant portion of the game um unfortunately this one comes out just a couple days before Advance wars that is just too much tacticalness for me Ooh, in a short yeah. span of time i feel like Advance wars beats this one out i'm not sure where this one's gonna fit but i really want to play it so i am at such a loss i feel like i'm playing a puzzle game trying to fit all the pieces together and i just don't <laughs> know where all these tactical games fit i mean you've got chrono cross you've got triangle and you've got Advance wars in such a short amount of time i want to play them all they're all time demanding I just don't know what to do. I'm just gonna have to clone myself. I think.
2: <laughs> um, I might have to. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna be honest. I'm not getting Triangle Strategy. I, I, th- I feel like Advanced Wars is gonna be my game. Mm. I, I mean, not to disrespect Triangle uh, Strategy. I mean, no, I mean you don't well.
0: like things with three sides anyway. Just two of them. So. Oh, okay.
2: <laughs> that's that's not fair. <laughs> no, but it looks really good. I, I'm not gonna lie. It, it, it does look very promising and yes I mean I've heard a lot of people say good things about it but maybe this is just this is not for me for a time being um, I might wait for a sale uh, but yeah I or yeah I I think I'm just gonna skip this one for now and go on to the life of advanced wars for me so mm-hmm. I'm making a decision right now so I, I but I hope it does really well I really do because mm-hmm. it just looks sublime
0: man nice yeah so i think on that note we're going to go ahead and wrap our discussion of the direct obviously we want to hear from you guys and what you thought of it we've got some reaction from our discord already i'm sure the conversation will continue on there we've got dedicated channels to talk about it so we're just going to keep hyping this up and games are going to be steadily flowing out from it and i'm really excited to get my hands on a lot of these i know you guys are too Mm
1: -hmm. so
0: yeah like really solid direct a lot of stuff coming our way
2: can't wait April is coming soon. (laughs) Yes.
0: It's calm before the storm.
2: Ooh, I like that.
0: (laughs) Awesome. Well, if that's going to wrap us for this week, Sergio, what do you have for us here?
1: Yes, we have answers to our question from last week. We ask, other than Dragon, who is your favorite Dragon? And we have some answers, including... An answer by dragon. <laughs> so Figment said, at the risk of sounding extremely conceited, uh, I'm going with Figment. A close second would be Spyro, the other purple dragon. That was an interesting little <laughs> uh, answer there. So f- I guess Figment is the more popular purple dragon for you, Figment. I mean, that makes sense. <laughs> the Real TJ said, the depiction of Smog in the Hobbit films is my favorite dragon in representation in cinema history. The movements of its snake-like body, the evil aura he possesses, and the deep rumbling and terrifying voice is just what makes this depiction work. It's just total goosebumps when he flies out to Lake Town or Esgaroth and says, I am fire, I am death. Ooh. Huge compliments to Benedict Cumberbatch for voicing his magnificent dragon. His work is what saved the movies, in my opinion. Oh, wow. Turbo Berto said, One goes to Jinjo Village, turns to the right from the entrance. There is a small icy cavern which can be accessed using the grip grab ability. There is a game pack inside which would yield the precious ice key when it is destroyed. Take the ice-key to the waterfall cavern in Glitter Gulch Mine and use the talent torpedo learned from Jolly Rogers Lagoon on the Kazooie boulder in the water. Swim through the tunnel that opens up to a large room on the icy side of Hall Fire Peaks containing a gigantic ice safe. The key can be used to unlock the safe, revealing the powerful Mega Glow Bow, which can be brought to Humba Wumba in the Pine Grove to transform Kazooie into the fearsome Dragon Kazooie. <laughs> okay, there were so many awesome words there. to definitely knows his Banjo Kazooie, so that was awesome to read. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Tom said, Zack and Wheezy from the kids show Dragon Tales. For those unfamiliar, these are a two-headed dragon, but each head has its own personality, and they are complete opposites. However, despite the fact, they still find a way to work together to solve their problems and have respect for one another. A shining example that just because someone doesn't share the same views as you doesn't mean that you can work together or respect one another. That's an awesome message. Thank you for that. Farore's dragon said, no comment. (laughs) What? Yeah. What? I think it's because Forest Dragon has no O in Dragon.
2: Mm. Oh, that's why. Uh, Yo, right? best answer. Yep, that's exactly <laughs> why. <laughs> I always wondered about that. Why there's no O. <laughs> yeah. Forrest
1: Dragon, let us know. <laughs> uh, dragon said, I don't know if I'm allowed to even answer this, but my favorite video game dragon is Rathalos. So fierce, noble, and majestic. No, you you can answer, and that makes sense for you definitely. Ah, uh, for me, it's uh, it's. There's a lot of really good dragons, but if I have to pick just one, I'm going with Toothless from the How to Train Your Dragon movies. Uh, he's awesome. He proves that you don't have to speak to be awesome. I love Toothless, for sure. And if I can pick another one, this one from a video game, I'm going with Bulbagia from Ocarina of Time, the fire dragon in the fire temple. That's an awesome boss fight, awesome music, and it plays really, really well. It's just one of my favorite boss fights, honestly. So, yeah, Toothless and Bulbagia for me.
2: Ooh, very solid. (laughs) Oh, boy. You know what? I have a question about this because... There are debates on whether this is actually a dragon or not. Do you guys consider Leviathan
1: a dragon? I would say so. I was hoping you were going to ask about Barney. Oh,
2: man. Uh... (laughs) Oh, no, I can't unsee that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Um... Okay, so... If you were to say no, I would've s I would have chosen uh of Final Fantasy's Bahamut or Bahamut. Mm. Mm-hmm. One of the most iconic summons in the in the series. But I'm glad you uh actually count do you consider Leviathan a Dragon? Just wanna make sure. Yeah. Alright. That's my answer. <laughs> Leviathan is my favorite dragon. I love I love Leviathan. I love how it just hides in the sea and shows its true colors when it wants to. I love the attacks that it can do when you summon it into battle. Uh, my favorite one being Tsunami. That is the mm. amazing attack, especially from, you know, Final Fantasy VIII. Very, <laughs> mm. very spectacular. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm, that one I know mm-hmm. you have Let me say about that. <laughs> but
1: mm-hmm. today is
2: not the day. It's the day of Leviathan. <laughs> A sea serpent slash dragon. Okay, so that is my favorite, my favorite dragon of all time. I love Leviathan the Death. So
0: nice, nice. Well, I'm gonna go with Clombo here, and I'm gonna send you guys a picture of him because he's adorable. (laughs) Oh, so Clombo is a recent addition to Fortnite. He is a dragon that's kind of stylized, similar to (laughs) How to Train Your Dragon, I think, at least. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're, <laughs> yes. they're giant and they wander around the map and they love these berries. And so, if you pick them up and throw them <laughs> at them, they get happy, they eat them, and they give you loot. And Ooh. you can ride on top of them. You can stand on their blowhole on their head and they'll shoot you up into the air. They're just lovely creatures. Like, super peaceful music plays when you get close to them. I will protect them with my life. Absolutely. No, nice. So, it's nice. my, like my favorite dragon. Yes.
2: <laughs> Very good.
1: I. Right. I'm a fan. (laughs) Nice. All right. So this week's weekly question of the week for this week, ask this week and answer next week. If you could only get one game from the game shown on this Nintendo Direct, which one would you get and why? I'm hoping for some variety here, but let's see. Uh, Whatever game you would get, just the one. Let us know which one and let us know why. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. We're going to jump out of here. If you haven't already join our discord group the description for this episode has a link to it if you would like to join we are also on twitter instagram and facebook and check out our blog at nintendojump.blogspot.com send us any feedback you have at nintendo jump podcast at gmail.com the best way to support the show is through our patreon page at patreon.com nintendojump or by leaving a review for the show in your favorite podcast application. This is Sergio, and on behalf of Kevin and Kellen, thank you for listening, and we hope you have a great week. Bye-bye.
2: See you guys.
1: Stay safe, everybody.
2: Yeah, stay safe. I don't know why. How did I mess it up? Bye, everybody. (laughs) Did I say it right? I thought I did. Yeah. I I, no you did yeah. Okay cool well, I, I guess I said it twice <laughs> mm. ah, That was a purpose wasn't it <laughs> No no I actually thought I said <laughs> it I, I thought I messed up How I said it Okay I'm done Bye everybody <laughs> Have a good one And stay safe Twice Yes